This program is brought to you by the Living Church Boise. This is Restart Hope with Pastor Joel Sicker on FM 94.1 The Voice. So now you stood in the presence of God Himself. So now you've given your life to Jesus. So now you've just submitted, you've surrendered your will, you've surrendered your flesh, you've surrendered your temptation, you've surrendered it all. And you said, you can have all of me. Did you do that? Yes, Lord. Three people. Amen. Okay. <laughs> all right. No, I know you guys did. I know you guys did. I know you guys did. I just like a lot of interaction. That's all. Now, now when you go back home, it's quite possible that you will go back just to the same old darkness, the same old temptation, but there's got to be a shift. And this is very important, so please pay attention. This is the third thing. Now, essential joy is lived out in service to God. It's a very simple point, but I think it's a very meaningful point. I think it's an important point. This brought a huge change in my life and I don't think it's spoken about as much as it should in the church you see you got to ask yourself who's your master you have to ask yourself when temptation comes knocking on the door who is my master and with the resounding you know power of the lion of Judah roaring within you you got to say Jesus is my master <laughs> Oh my gosh, man, I'm losing my voice preaching and you got to participate with me somehow, okay? Because when temptation comes knocking, the only way you're going to be able to overcome that temptation is by calling on the name of the Lord and unleashing the lion of the tribe of Judah to eat the enemy up and kick him in the butt and send him running on his way. Because when temptation comes, you got to ask yourself, wait a minute, I am a saint, saved by the blood of Jesus, tear on the, the banner of I'm no longer a, frightened of temptation and sin and failure. I'm a child of God. And that pretty much is repentance right there. It's turning away from the way you used to live. And then you got to ask yourself, wait a minute, who do I want to serve? Do I want to serve Satan? Yes or no? no. Thank you. No. Who's my master? My master is Jesus. My master is Yeshua himself who gave himself up for me. I want to serve him. you got to ask yourself, who is your master? Essential joy is lived out in service to God. Let's, let's look at this real quick. Philippians 1.1 1, 1. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus. Oh my gosh, I wish we could say that. I'm a saint that's blood-bought by Jesus, and I'm a servant, I'm a slave for Jesus Christ. I am his slave, I will gladly be his slave. You see, in the Old Testament, when the slaves were set free to go, okay, after seven years of service, they're like, hey, if you want to go, you can go. The slaves loved their master so much, because they were, it's unlike what we've heard of slavery in our modern day. This was, they were part of the family. I mean, Abraham's slave was going to get all his property because he was treated as a son. It's very different. The slave would say, I want to be, I want to be in your household, man. I want to serve you for the rest of my life. And the master would take him by the doorpost and pierce his ear. So that everybody will see and say, that guy is a loyal servant to his master. And his master takes such good care of him. Do you have the so-called yearning that people will see and say, his master is Yeshua, Jesus himself. And wow, look at the way he serves his master. And look at the way his master is so gracious towards him and blessing him. You've got to ask yourself, who is your master? Essential joy is lived out in service to God. Paul says he is a servant, a doulos, a slave. It's translated servants. Really, it's a slave. It's funny because Paul is imprisoned in Rome at this time and Nero is the one that imprisoned him. And he doesn't say Paul and Timothy, a slave to Nero. You see, we're a slave, we're servants to someone far greater than your boss far greater than the people that, that, that push you down at your workplace, on your family, or at church. You are a servant to Jesus. we got to serve Him. And um, the Philippian church, I'm just going to go through this really, really, really fast because it's an introduction. 
I told you about how Paul was imprisoned. You see, he, has, he had a vision when he's on his missionary journey in the book of Acts. And he has a vision of a man from Macedonia saying, come help us. And it says in Acts chapter 16 verse 10, and when Paul had seen the vision, he immediately, do you see that? Immediately, we start to go into Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. I want to ask you a question. Who do you think Paul is serving over here? Jesus. Jesus. You see, for them, it wasn't a question of, should we preach the gospel today or not? The question was, where does God want us to go preach the gospel? And if you read Acts chapter 16, you see how the Philippian church is actually formed. And you see the this, this, this same words as immediately, we preached the gospel, we labored, and there's this crazy uh, girl who was a slave, a young girl who was a slave who was demon-possessed, and they cast out the demon, and that's what gets them into prison because the master of that girl didn't like it that he had lost all his money from this girl because they cast out the demon, they throw him in prison. And in prison they're beaten and they're thrown and they begin to pray and that night the chains fell off, the doors are open, the prison guard's going to kill himself and Paul says, stop, we're still here. And the guy comes and let me read this for you because it's very, very, very powerful. It is Acts chapter 16 um, in verse 27. When the jailer woke and saw the prison doors were open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself supposing the prisoners had escaped. Verse 28 says, But Paul cried with a loud voice, Do not harm yourself, for we're all still here. I told you earlier, essential joy will give you the courage and the confidence to stay in the battle, in the hardships, even after the chains have fallen off your wrists, knowing that in the prison of this world, you have power to bring others to freedom. And the jailer, verse 29 says, called for the lights and rushed him, trembling with fear. He fell down before Paul and Silas, and he said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? And they say, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. And that very night it says that the jailer and his family was baptized. Listen to me. We're living in a world, this, this past you know, 20, 30 years, I've now been here 10 years. We're living in a very comfortable Christianity. We're living in a Christianity that doesn't cost us anything. And there are three things I want to challenge you with. I want it to cost you your temptation. Come on. That, that's got to happen. It's got to cost you your temptation. There's got to be repentance. There's got to be turning away. There's got to be the rising up again every time you fall. And then that falling has got to reduce over and over and over and over time. Because how can you who's dead to sin go on living in sin? You cannot do that. I want you to, to give away the comfort of giving into sin. The comfortable sins. The easy sins. I want you to, to give up on the idea of your pride. And I want you to start living as a saint. That's what God wants, us, wants for us. Start living as a saint. Walk in holiness before God. The Bible says in the book of Hebrews, seek peace with one another and holiness without which you cannot see God. And then I want, I want you, I would love for you church, to actually look for avenues and areas for you to serve God. Serve God till it hurts physically, financially, emotionally, spiritually. Serve God till it hurts you. You know, doing this, gosh, you know how much I hate being a pastor sometimes? It hurts me, man. I don't like this. I tell my wife, every time I preach, I go back home, I feel like I just stood naked before you. I mean, I'm telling you my sins. I'm telling you how much, you know, I struggle, how much I fail, and you see my flaws, you see everything. And you guys keep coming back and over and over and over again. And it's because God is doing a work in you. And I really don't want to stand here and massage your ego week in and week out because one day I'm going to stand before God and you'll be there too. 
And I don't want God to look at me with disgust. I want him to look at me and say, well done, good and faithful servants. That's, that's the calling that God has for us. I want you to serve God till it hurts. And some of you, you're looking for someone to open the door for you to serve. Come on, man. God already knows, has told you exactly what you should do for you to serve Him. God already has shown you the people that you need to share the gospel to. Yes, they will ridicule you. Yes, they will laugh at you. And yes, you will lose friends. Keep worshipping God and keep claiming that for Jesus. I'm going to close with this. Jesus was a prime example of this. Paul is great and all, but Jesus was a prime example. And in fact, Jesus was actually imitating, uh, Paul was actually imitating Jesus in this. Jesus in Matthew chapter 10 verse 27 he says who wants to be the first among you must be your slave just as the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many are you willing to give your life for the lost are you willing to lay down your pride for the lost are you willing to go out of the areas where you're comfortable so that you will have the essential joy of being a servant and a slave of your king who gave it all. Because you see, you can have all the cars and all the money and all the women and all the relationships and all the houses and all the fancy things that you want. And you can live a very comfortable life, but you will not have the essential joy that comes from living as a slave to Jesus Christ. Hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 says, Look to Jesus. Look to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of your faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despising the shame and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God he endured the cross for the joy that was set before him he endured the cross for this one day when you would be sitting over here and the Holy Spirit is knocking and throbbing on your heart and saying come on get your ear pierced for Jesus I mean not literally be a slave for life be a slave for life be a slave for life and that was the joy that was he said man it's worth it because Joel he's going to fail he's going to fall but he's going to rise up and he's going to be my slave he's going to be my servant he's going to get up and he's going to open his mouth and I'm going to put my words in his mouth and when he goes back home temptation Satan is going to come after him but I will kick his ass I will take care of that would you please stand we're going to pray in close joy is found when you receive the grace and peace of God it's realized in holy living before God an essential joy is reproduced or multiplied in sharing this essential joy by serving the giver of joy. If you don't have this joy, you need Jesus. If you live and strive for holiness, ask yourself, are you running after works? Or have you first received the grace of God? Have you erected the banner of, I'm a saint saved by the blood of Jesus? And please, before you leave this morning, I want you to ask yourself, do you care for those who do not have this joy? And if you don't care, it's quite possible it's because you have not experienced this joy. I'm not standing here as a self-righteous person. I would love to join Paul and say I'm the worst of all sinners. If you could see my life, you probably wouldn't be coming to this church. I fail miserably. I fail a lot. But there's one thing I know for sure. Jesus loves me. He loves me. And He loves me so much that He gave His life for me. He loves me so much that He has a new name for me. It's called Saint Joel. He loves me so much that knowing my failures, He still died for me. He loves me so much that He knows that I'm still going to fail Him and He yet continues to love me. He loves me so much that He's willing to leave the 99 and come after Joel, who's an idiot who runs away. 
He loves me so much that even though I'm a lost coin lost in the house, he's willing to strip the house apart to find me because I still have value. I'm still a coin. And thank God I was lost, but I was lost in his house. And if you're lost here this morning, please don't go back home to the same old place where you came from. Let God do a new work in you. So Lord, I pray for the power of the Holy Spirit now to infill everybody. The oil of gladness be poured on our heads and let it go into our hearts, into our souls, into our emotions. What good news is this? That we mere mortals, vapor here today, gone tomorrow, can have unity with the eternal, almighty, awesome God who's always been God, who forever will be God. And you call us your children. Lord, please let these questions ring loud in the depths of our soul. Do I have this essential joy? Do I strive to live for holiness? Do I care for those who do not have this joy? I thank you, Lord, for the example of your apostles that we get to walk and follow in. And mostly, thank you for you, my King, who entered into this world, who set the prime example, who took up that cross, put up a shame, but now you're seated at the right hand of the throne of God, interceding for your children. So as we commit ourselves into your hands, as we go out into the world, give us the faith and courage to transform the wolves into little lambs, because they need your love too. Let's truly be saints, not just in title, but in our walk. You are king over everything. Please be king over our lives. And now, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the beautiful love of the Father, the sweet fellowship and anointing of the Holy Spirit, rest and abide on each and every one of you, filling you from head to toe with a fresh new anointing that you need in this world for the season and the calling that He has in your life. May you be powerful in everything you do. May everything you touch ooze with the presence of God. May your home be protected and guarded by His own angels. May every word that comes out of your mouth bring life and healing to the people around you. Saving you from your sin. Saving you from your temptation. And lifting you up every time you fall. In the name of Jesus, will someone please shout Amen. 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 Good. Good. God bless you guys. God bless you. Sunday at the Living Church Boise. Service and address can be found on our website www.thelivingchurchboise.com. Visit our website for service time and address.